Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. There is no perfect parents, and there may be small things or even big things that you wish you would have handled differently when your kids were younger. Certainly, that's the case for me and for my wife and many, many other parents I know. Even though you can't change the past, though, you can choose to work on your relationship with your kids today. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta. He's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, you're a counselor. You see a lot of families. What's your advice for parents who feel like, you know what, I absolutely blew it? And, and several do come in and, and say that. I, I blew it. And they, they park in guilt and shame. That's a really and that's good not way to a, put it. That's not a place that, to park. Yeah. You can just visit there for a moment. It's not bad to visit in guilt and just say, hey, I'm a visitor. Now I'm going to move on. It's the next chapter, right? Opening up the next chapter. What, uh, what I ask specifically is, what did you blow? What was it? What, where, what were the mistakes? And what can you do now? And just take ownership of those and begin, to begin that new chapter. And hmm. some of them will actually write a title for the new chapter to, to go back to as they're creating that new vision for what they're wanting for their parents. So there is hope even if the mistakes were long ago. Yeah, start today. Hmm. Uh, right this minute, right? That's I appreciate it. that. Good encouragement. Well, Focus President Jim Daly and I talked with Pastor Bill Putman and his son, Pastor Jim Putman. And uh, Bill, the dad, told us about a crisis in the family and described their road to recovery. You also mentioned in the book this idea, and again, the terminology, I want to make sure we define it for people who may not be familiar with it, but uh, the spiritual fruit. And for a Christian, that's the fruit of the Spirit, as we call it, love, hope, joy, mm-hmm. Kindness, mercy, patience, goodness, all those attributes of Christ. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, view the, the fruit of the Spirit or the spiritual fruits of a person? It's pretty critical to know if you're walking with Christ that you possess these things. My son was raised in a, a home by parents who didn't have a clue how to be a parent. Uh, I was molested at, at 10, uh, and I thought my parents and my God and my church knew, and it was by a pastor and I withdrew myself from everybody from that point on mm-hmm. to the point of suicide at 21. And then my wife uh, comes from a broken home with a broken parent and a mother who raised her by herself. So we had no clue. And all of a sudden, we have five kids in six years. And here we are. We're parents. We don't have a model. We don't have uh, the model was there, but I had rejected it. Uh, we don't have any clue on what we're doing except making babies. Well, Bill, I mean, this is important because a lot of people come into marriage with brokenness. I would say many, if not all. There's some bit of brokenness in this, and sometimes there's a lot, like in your story. How do you begin to say, okay, I may come from that background, but I've got to move forward? Uh, What were some of the signs in your own parenting that you knew you had a deficit? Oh, I, I felt as though... I didn't have a clue, and so I put my investment in helping other people's children Mm. by being a pastor, and that was my emphasis. And my wife was left trying to be the parent, Mm -hmm. and until Jim was uh, needed, it needed for him to be out of the home. And a daughter was uh, raped, and a daughter was pregnant at fourteen, and I had a a nervous breakdown. And we had ninety-six thousand in uninsured doctor bills thirty-four years ago. We came to the point where we had to decide that we had to work on ourselves. 
Why? Define that, because we're going to turn to Jim in a moment here. Because, you know, I, I had the feeling that if I lose my son, I'll lose the other four children. And if I lose my son, I'll lose my credibility as a pastor. And if I lose my son, my primary goal was to be a good dad. And so when my wife and I came to that place, uh, the elders came to us and said, you guys are in trouble. Yeah. So they took care of the kids, and they sent us to a conference, and we didn't go to any of the things. We went to interview people that were significant witnesses to us, asking them, what would you do the same? What would you do the difference? And then we would go and talk about that. And we came home with some goals that not just I could have or she could have, but we could share. And that was the beginning of healing in our home. Well, we'll come back to that because I want to hear some of the great advice, like Proverbs, wisdom, it sounds like. Jim, you're the son. Uh, You're a wrestler. You're an athlete in high school and uh, doing your own thing. Describe it from your vantage point as the son who is not embracing the faith, breaking your parents' hearts, I would believe. Uh, What was going on for you at that time? Well, you know, looking back, part of this is a discipleship problem. My dad had a Bible college degree, but he was a first-generation Christian, and he wasn't discipled. Discipleship is— No, I want to correct that. My parents were Christians, but it wasn't transferred to me because I rejected them at 10 years old, and when they wanted to try, I wouldn't listen. And when I wanted to listen, my father was so defeated he had nothing to say. Okay, wow. That's a big statement there. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with him in public. (laughs) Uh, My version of what Christianity is is a little bit different than just taking people to church and and praying at dinner. So they were that. But he didn't know uh, what even parenting— for whatever reason, he didn't know what it was supposed to look like. But yeah. he got a Bible college degree because you're you're mature if you have a Bible college degree in that culture. And so he's trying to figure out balance. My biggest issue with my dad was my dad was sincere. He was always sincere. He was always trying his best. Now, But I don't remember a meal growing up where we didn't get a phone call or somebody didn't come to the house in uh-huh. the middle of that meal. So your time was always interrupted by others. Yeah. And it was because my dad didn't understand saying no to the church is not saying no to God. But he didn't understand those priorities. Now, as time went on, he starts to figure that out because he's asking people. He's doing a lot of stuff, but by then, it's too late. So, Danny, there are some who are listening, and they are really, really struggling. And maybe they're new to Christianity, and they aren't sure how they can apply their faith to their parenting. Um, when is it helpful to seek outside expertise, to talk to a counselor? And what's that like? Let's assume a lot of people listening are thinking, I need to talk to somebody, but it sounds scary and I don't know what it is. And what should they expect? It would sound tiring and, and scary, you know, to go to counseling and to have some stranger come in <laughs> and start talking to you about your situation and somehow fix it, right? And this is more about figuring out how to get unstuck. Usually you're stuck on something, uh, whether it be a a mental health issue, a diagnosis that maybe it's ADHD, maybe it's severe depression, anxiety, or maybe it's just conflict where you guys are completely stuck. Uh, As counselors, we're trained to step into wherever you're at, understand it with empathy and compassion, and, and to really listen carefully and then begin to sculpt what you're wanting to, to have for your family and to lead you towards that goal. And so we come alongside as a champion for your family and giving a place that's confidential and safe to do so. 
but there are some very well-trained counselors that can step into those places and do so quickly. You're not in a you're not going to be there for the next 10 years. It's not a it's not a sentence to counseling. It's however long it takes, but the sooner you're fired by your counselor, the better it is, yeah. right? Or the sooner you fire your counselor. Maybe we should frame that as like graduating as soon as you graduate (laughs) from your counselor yeah it's that feel good thing right john and and you know that's what i tell my my patients though i'll say hey the sooner you fire me the better it is because you're not needing me anymore we're going to go down a road and then you're going to go this way and that way and uh, i guess the firing sounds absolutely negative to you john but it's actually in this case we're making it a celebration i appreciate that well, and I'm just going to say, uh, candidly, I've utilized some time with the Focus on the Family counselors, uh, not with you, Danny, um, in a specific setting, but we've had a couple of kids' situations that um, we just needed to talk to somebody, and it was a good starting point. Uh, in one mm-hmm. case, we didn't need anything more than just a, an eye-opening uh, to what the real problem we were dealing with was. And, and the other, we, we did find another counselor to have an ongoing relationship with. So it can be scary, but ultimately it's it's getting to a healthier place. Mm. And yeah. uh, we want to encourage you to call if we can help you out, even with just an initial conversation. Uh, generous donors make it possible for us to have caring Christian counselors on staff here for you. And um, uh, we'll set up a time for them to give you a call, They'll listen to your story, and they'll pray with you, and they'll offer some help and resources and uh, some wisdom. And the number for all of this to happen is 800-A-FAMILY. Just call 800, the letter A in the word family. And then um, if you're not needing counseling or if you would like further help in uh, understanding how families can kind of put the pieces back together after a crisis and difficulty— Certainly the book by Pastor Jim Putman and his father, Pastor Bill Putman, is uh, highly recommended. It's called Hope for the Prodigal, and they have a really uh, great story of restoration filled with truth. We'll send a copy of that book to you when you make a generous donation of any amount to Focus on the Family. Uh, Just call again, 800-A-FAMILY, or stop by focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Next time, some tips for teaching your kids good technology habits. That's something all of us need a refresher course on from time to time. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.